We provide a safe space for modern women to address and demystify social and religious constructs, discover God's truth, and thrive no matter what season they find themselves in. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Bodaciously Her. It's your girl T, aka His Essence, with my girls Kim and Shauna. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, guys. So today we want to discuss compliment me versus complete me. And basically, this came about as we were talking about becoming one and what that really looks like in a marriage and how society and even sometimes the church have projected this narrative that um, one spouse has to complete them in order for them to feel like they're in a fulfilling marriage. Um, and so we wanted to share with you guys what we thought about what oneness looked like to us and what we felt complimenting me or completing me looks like in a relationship. Mm. And so um, I wanted to start um, by just looking at well, what what's the like definition for compliment and what is the definition for completing someone means. So when we look at Webster, Compliment means to add to something in a way that enhances or improves it. To complete means to make whole or perfect. With that definition as our baseline for our conversation, let's get into the chat. Mm -hmm. Girls, what are your thoughts about complimenting versus completing? Okay, first of all. (laughs) First of all, no one should go. We have to dispel the myth that people complete other people. Mm. first of all yes we need to come into relationships already complete that part because you will be solely we will be solely sorely disappointed aggravated frustrated every other aided if we come into relationships believing that people are supposed to complete us and believing that people are supposed to make us happy they're responsible for our happiness Mm. if I think that, you know, societally, we're in the place where we are relationship, relationally, because many of us are going to into relationships believing that we need a husband, or we need a wife, or we need children in order to be complete. And that is such a, a fallacy. Being a minister of the gospel, we know that our completeness comes in from our relationship with Christ or and our relationship with God. So that's the first thing, first of all. Mm. We need to know that that needs to change. We cannot go out here in these streets thinking we're looking for somebody to complete us because you're going to be looking for somebody. They're going to come in there. They're going to know that you're looking for them to complete you. Then they're going to manipulate they're going to take advantage. You'll be spinning, running around with your chick with a, like a chicken with your head cut, cut off, off, trying to figure out what you need to do in order that this person will complete you. So, first of all, no. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good, Kim. Shauna. Mm, I think for me, 
<clears throat> to add on to what Kim was saying, like, I always feel as though if you're looking for gratification in man, you will always be disappointed. There you go. And so, and I've, and that's, to me, that's just in general, not mm-hmm. even just intimate relationships. But even within the, in the construct of, you know, marriage, this person completes me, kids, this, this, this child completed my life. Like you said, can you put in a lot more, a lot of weight on a human being who's already flawed, right? right? And so I feel like if we, as women, we go, we may go out here and say, oh, he completes me, he completes me, or even men. You guys may say, oh, she completes me. You have to realize, like Kim said, this is the only person that completes you, makes you whole, as the definition describes, is Christ. And I think that um, it's a, a, a great misconception that um, that people have that responsibility or even carry that weight right. or that purpose with them. The reality is when you're looking for a person to complete you, typically that means you already have a void that needs to be filled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't filled that void, like you said, become healed, right? then um, you're going to spend a lot of time trying to make sure that that person fixes that void instead of giving it up to Christ. Right. Versus if a person completes you, then Kim, your flaw may be my strength. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you may compliment me. As we are, you know, you my girl, you my sister. So it's like, okay, we can complement each other in this type of relationship we have. Because I may be weak in the sense of organization and you may, you run a whole organization business. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the same thing with relationships. Right. Is that if you're looking for a person to complete you, you might want to get out of that lane. Right. Get out that lane. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about that today, this morning in Sunday school. And the conversation was about how um, people have different um, gender roles and, mm. and what has happened to the innate uh, way that we're built out in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, it was said that the woman is the more nurturing mm. of the partner, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The woman is the more nurturer. So the man might feel like he adopt that sense of complete that he needs this woman to complete him Mm. in order to bring the The nurturing nurturing out of him out of him Mm. but no 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) you really can find the nurturing you can you have an x and a y gentlemen Mm. you have x and y you have all of those things that would prompt you to be the protector and provider and all of those things that are generally innate Mm. um, in the way that God has created men and women we have that in general I'm not saying in every single case please don't think that I'm making a a statement that applies to every human being walking the earth no Mm. Mm -hmm. but in general we were created um, with particular sets of uh, characteristics that are God given uh that apply in gender. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that's where the complimenting is. Because even with the, the same, same example you gave with the right. guy. Like if he may not be strong in the nurturing sense. That don't mean you need a woman to complete you. Right. You right. Don't. You just need a, a good nurturing wife. Yes. To help you become strong in that area where you are weak. You know what I mean? And Christ together will make 
those two incomplete imperfections perfect. Mm-hmm. That's where the wholeness comes in. Mm-hmm. So we can't look for the complete partner because that's not even our job. Right. God, Christ's job is to make that marriage complete, that marriage whole. And it's going to come with a lot of, you know, him filling it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I want to go over my... Can I do my verse first? Yes, go right ahead. Kim. Okay, so <laughs> we pulled some um, for our listeners. We went into um, just some support mm. to help us get to um, our discussion today. And mine was Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I'm going to start at 9 because it's 9 through 12. Chapter and, 4. I'm sorry, chapter 4. I'm going to start at 9. And it says, two are better than one. Because they have a good return for their labor. Mm-hmm. So they're working together mm-hmm. towards something. Okay? They, ha- say they have a good return for their, their labor. labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. Mm-hmm. But pity one who falls and has no one to help them up. Mm. Friend, family, spouse, no one. You mm-hmm. by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, also... If two lie down together, they, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Mm. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. Then the last part of that 12 says, we moving from two to three. Then it says, a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we moved in that section, 9 through 12, from talking about 2 mm-hmm. to talking about 3. Mm-hmm. Guess who the third person is? And it ain't your mama. <laughs> it ain't your mama. Christ, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Come on now. It's the Holy Ghost. That 2 turns into 3, yes. not for no children. Mm. That 2 turns into 3 strands when the Holy Ghost is in the mix of it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when that works out. So that's what I, I, I just wanted to say that. Um, yeah. Companionship, not completeness. Mm, Compliment. Good. Compliment and companionship so that we can what help one another get to a common goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an excellent scripture. Um, completing gives the implication that you're not whole. Yeah. And I think I'm not. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some brokenness in in coming into any relationship. But I you have to give that up to Christ. Right, yeah. exactly. Cuz I, I even though you're not you're I don't think you you're not I don't think I don't want the audience to think that we're saying be perfect. No. Before you go into 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 marriage. No. But not. be whole enough in yourself that you one you accept your brokenness and you give it to Christ. Right. That part. Mm-hmm. That part, because I don't want you to think, well, let me come with all my broken pieces and he going to fix me. Mm-hmm. No, take all your broken pieces to Jesus and he going to fix you. Right. Then while he's working on you and what, you know, you can consider being married. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can, then you can broach the subject of being married, but don't come to a marriage hoping that the marriage will fix all the brokenness. If anything, it will magnify the brokenness. And so you better know it. <laughs> it will magnify the brokenness. So you really got to do that internal work so that when the Holy Spirit does continues to be, and that's why it's so a threefold cord cannot be easily broken. And, and so it's important to invite the Holy Spirit into your relationship because it can be broken, but by the grace of God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, consistently being a part of that relationship, 
it can stay glued together. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing about, I think, when you think about um, completing a person is that it, it gives the illusion that, for example, the husband or um, the wife, one one person calls all the shots. And I think we don't want to give credence to that type of narrative because part of coming together and becoming one is that my voice matter, your voice matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the moment you start saying, well, you know, I complete you, you know, it, it's almost like this narcissistic, it's egotistical behavior. Mm. You would be nothing without me. Exactly. Mm. Like That's what that sounds like. Yeah, you would be nothing without me and your voice don't matter and <laughs> what you have to what you have to bring to this marriage doesn't matter. I bring all the things and I think you definitely don't want to be in a relationship such as that. Mm-hmm. You want to be in a relationship where you can improve each other, support each other, encourage each other to pursue your own passions, your own your own dreams, your own goals, your own hobbies. And I think sometimes um, we lose our identity in our marriages when we're like, oh, he completes me. Mm. You know what I mean? You lose who you were before him. Very good point. You know, and I think part of becoming one doesn't mean you lose who you are. That's what I was just going to say. We're moving into that verse about becoming one. Yeah. And I think that that whole thing, in a lot of ways, is very misconstrued. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... First of all, it's not only just talking about the whole sexual act mm-hmm. of becoming one, one in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's talking about having a like-mindedness of where the both of us want to take us. Right. Yeah, where you want to go. Where we right. want to go and supporting both of us to get there. Yeah. Becoming one body. Yeah. That That's what that means. To me, I look at it like becoming one team. A team. Yep. You know what I mean? We misconstrue that. And I mm-hmm. wish, you know, great churches really dive into partnerships. Partnership. Marriages. You know what I mean? And not necessarily that the woman's voice is now sequestered to her husband's voice. Right. Or mind or thought or right. heart. You know what right. I mean? I mean, God can do it either. God's going to do what God's going to do. So if, um, I mean, if both persons are really um, studying and trying to grow in the scripture, and we understand that part I was talking about before, about um, him considering as the head of the household, uh, if everybody understands that, if she and he understand that, Mm -hmm. he's going to consider her. Mm -hmm. But if he just say, I'm the head of the household, and you got to yield, and you got to not, you know, Okay, okay, if they don't know the rest of that, if they don't understand that whole consideration part and and God hearing his prayers, if he don't consider, uh, he can still work with that. God can still work with that if you've not been under that teaching. God can still say, okay, well, she's trusting me. You know, she has faith in me that he's the head of the household and he calling the shot and I'll humble him. Right. I'll humble him. I'll do what I got to do, but I'm not going to let them fall because of her faith. Mm. Understand Mm. me? That's good. So, even if there are people under the sound of our voices that have come up in a tradition where he is the head of the household and he calls the shot and she sequesters and she places her husband as complete authority and head over the union and the unit and everybody, God can still work with that. But let we're here to tell you 
that there's more to the narrative mm-hmm. right, than right. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't think that if you question that narrative that you are, you are in fact sinning against the word of God because no, you are not. Exactly, exactly. I think if you dig deeper even into scripture, um, we can even go to um, Deuteronomy 32.30 where it says one man will chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight. That is basically saying like together we can do great things like togetherness is a great multiplier right not just oh me by myself i got this and i think if we see what we the value we bring to a relationship then we will begin to renew our own minds and see the value that our wife brings into relationship mm-hmm. you know not just your value as a husband but oh by the way she's my helpmate so let me receive the help let me welcome the help mm-hmm. you know um, and rather than discredit, relegate her to the back or relegate her, you know, shun her voice. And um, I also feel like when you are in a relationship where you are complimenting each other, like the friendship is there. The friendship mm. is nurtured. The um, You just feel it goes beyond the euphoria of love. You really mm. feel like you're in a partnership. Um, you really feel like there's no I in team as we talked about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and... The future, I think, is brighter in that way. And and then you also see, like, how you can sharpen one another. You can evolve that way. But if there's only this one-track mindset, one-track one value in a relationship, then there is, there's, it doesn't allow room for evolution and growth. Mm-hmm. And, and that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're really trying to do things, and, and if you... And if you also see your, your marriage as a ministry and like a God, that you have a God given purpose, mm-hmm. then you definitely want to compliment each other and see where you can go to, you know, um, to win souls for Christ and, and, and where you can go in your relationship. And that's where that Deuteronomy 32, 30 is talking about. It's like, yeah, you can do it by yourself, but together with your spouse, you can do great much things more. for the, much more for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I think we lose sight of that and think, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good by myself, and I even in this marriage I'm good by myself. Like all with, the kingdom. Yeah, you know what I <laughs> mean. Your own kingdom at your house. Right. And the, the king- kingdom of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What no. is it? Joy, peace, and righteousness through Christ Jesus. Yes. The kingdom of God is not, and it is this. Yeah. Joy, peace, and righteousness. So we're going to push together towards us fulfilling, having joy, having peace, peace. It's major. Yeah. And, and that takes a team player. Yeah. That takes somebody that's going to compliment you. Yeah. Not somebody who's going to spend a lot of time trying to trying to dictate. Yeah. Control. You know what I mean? Dictate. Control mm-hmm. or feel mm-hmm. as though. I mean, because you do get in. Sometimes you become a narcissist without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you come in with that mentality of, oh, well, you know, I'm the head. I'm the lion. Hear me roar. Nobody's stopping you from being the king of this jungle. But you're going to have to understand that there's a tribe behind you that supports you, but also wants that same type of respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think we lose sight of that when, to me, that's the difference between completing and complimenting, is respect. Mm -hmm. In my my opinion. Mm -hmm. This is not the opinions of Bodacious the Art. (laughs) (laughs) This is the opinion of Shauna. And I just feel as though, like, respect, of course, you know, I, I, you know, ladies, I talk about this a lot. I value respect more than I value love. Mm-hmm. So, me for me, it's like, completing me is almost like, I'm not saying that you're forcing me to lose respect or vice versa. It's just 
comes across a little authoritative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, instead of it being, like you said, a partner, a best friend, mm-hmm. somebody you can hang with. Yeah. You know, like in Ephesians 5, it says, the scripture says a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. The two are united as one. A lot of times we just stopped it. Stop right there. Right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we don't go, it just stops. Like, see me one person, that's not. Because mm-hmm. the that very next scripture says, and I like the way the um, New Living Translation said, this is a great mystery. Mm-hmm. But it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. Mm-hmm. So again, I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect her husband. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I just feel as though, like, if we have that that mutual love, that mutual respect, that mutual understanding, that is the definition of complimenting one another. Mm-hmm. You know, not one over the other, not necessarily one under another but us working together as a team you being my best friend mm-hmm. yeah. not competition either yeah we're not competing right mm. right you know we're you not competing word in there. Yeah. yeah we on the sea so what we on the sea <laughs> right on the sea ain't that how the preacher do it <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah not competing complimenting not competing mm-hmm. not not i just never understood that what i can't wrap my mind around competing competing I mean, I've been in, I've been in, a, I've been in a situation, you know, in my marriage and outside of my marriage where it's like, it could be a little small thing like cooking. Yeah. I you mean, know, even like, when I dated out, um, not outside of my marriage, like I was still married y'all, I was divorced, but <laughs> like when I did it post marriage and it's like, even here's a, here's the gag for our singles. Right. So you date and you tell the person like, Hey, this is what I do. Right. I've been in this career for like 13 years. And I do okay for myself. I'm 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 making ends meet. My kids have everything that they need and a lot of what they want. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And um, we make it do what it do. Mm-hmm. You know, as a single parent, we do what we gotta do. And a lot of men become intimidated by that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When even in, then you rewind the time back and in marriage, if I say, hey, well I'm gonna go to school now, or hey, I'm gonna start this business, or hey, and it's like sometimes it becomes a little bit of a disdain. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why are you doing all that? Well, you still want to do that? Or why are you going to do that? I, even with this mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, when you going to have time for us? Uh, <laughs> sir, can you compliment me, right? Not look at this as a competition. Facts. Right? Um, Because when you're doing your business or when you're going to get your second or third or whatever degree or whatever it is, I'm going to... Be your biggest cheerleader. Yep, how about that? I'm going to have the biggest pom-poms, the biggest sign, rooting for you, or however long it takes you to get across that finish line and accomplishing that goal. I want that same thing in return. How about that? It's not a competition. Yeah. I just never understood that. I don't know why it rubs me the wrong way every time I even think about that in a marriage. It's like, why are you competing with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I I think we have to look at it like peanut butter and jelly and I know that sounds very simple right, <laughs> right. but I, peanut butter is great by itself right. but with jelly baby right it jelly's good by itself too. too right but with peanut butter it's, it's a powerful force and oh, it yeah. tastes so good it tastes so good yeah taste and see that the Lord is good <laughs> taste and see I'm not averse yes, yes taste and see <laughs> that the Lord 
it's good. And it's it's yeah, I think you 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 have to ask yourself, is he the peanut butter to my jelly? Is she the peanut is is she the jelly to my peanut butter? Right. However you want to look at it. And it's not a competition. Mm-mm. We are growing together, we are evolving together, we are adding to each other, we are cheering each other on every step of the way. My my um my ability to recognize my queendom doesn't doesn't rain on your kingdom. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And surrendering to your leadership doesn't mean I'm surrendering my voice. Right. And I think sometimes we equate, like, if she's saying she's submitting to me, then her voice no longer matters. Her thoughts no longer matters. What she thinks, what her dreams, what her ideals, what her passions are, no longer matters. And that is not what we are saying, man. If that's what you thought, you got the wrong spouse. Yeah, and you'll get a rude awakening (laughs) because as... um, this has happened so many times as we mature um, and we keep our, um, I'm talking about young women. Maybe you get married like I did at 25 and you go in with that mindset right there mm-hmm. that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And then you really start to understand, one, the scripture, two, your relationship with God, three, that you do have value. That man will have a rude awakening. He will have a rude awakening. You may have to go through some stuff when you start to come into your own, especially when after you've um, you've given your undivided attention to your children and your family, and now your children are older, your last one is in high school and the other two are grown, you come into a rude awakening and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at that. I think I want to do this. I think I want to do that. And if they're not ready for you to um, have your own things that you do, um, because while you were may have been wrapped up in the children and they were still doing what they were doing, maybe school, yeah, for me, school, seminary, mm-hmm. you know, business ventures, mm-hmm. All of that, I devoted my time to the children, okay, and I devoted my time to support what you were doing. I could do both, and I may have put some things that I would have been doing on the back end, but now I'm coming. I'm coming into my my spot. Don't be upset. You know, I'm just taking the energy, the other energy, instead of taking the energy that I put into the children and put it into the husband lane. I created my own lane. Yeah. Or I reopened my own lane. <laughs> that part. How about, that you know, part. I reopened my own lane. That part. And I'm going to do some things, i.e. bodaciously her, mm-hmm. you know, i.e. common courtesy business services. I mean, now's my time. Yeah. You know, don't be mad. Yeah, don't you be know, mad. You know, be encouraging. Compliment mm. me. Yeah. You know, I have... Be able to say, you know what? She's still complimenting me and she's still working with what? Converted Heart, CME Church, mm-hmm. what? ADA Lawn Care, mm-hmm. everything else that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But now she wants, she's over here with some of her time. Yeah. You know, don't think that when she gets the time, she's supposed to take the extra time and put it into your lane. Mm. As a matter of fact, if any, any men are listening, encourage your girlfriend or your wife to get her own lane. Mm. How about do that? To me, that's the sign of a secure husband, of a strong man. Yeah. 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 Do that. To me, that's the sign of a strong man. 
You know what I mean? Like, look at what she's good at. At the end of the day, how I look at it is, this is our kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. And so, whether we got, we got, like you, keeping with your same analogy of the lanes. You got the kid lane, the wife, my lane, mm-hmm. your husband lane, the business's lane. Mm-hmm. But all of it is going in the same direction. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, if all of it is at the same direction, and the goal is for all of us to get to the same goal at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, this is not a competition. I can see whose car moves fastest down the lanes. It's all about us trying to reach a common goal and to get there safely. Mm-hmm. And be and, happy. And be for, happy. Be happy for me the same way I'm happy for you. Yeah. You know, be, you know, joy, peace, and righteousness. Yes. Yeah. Be happy, happy. Mm. And, 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 and push for me to, to, to meet some goals. Let's have a conversation about what I'm doing. Mm. You know, let's have a conversation, a conversation about, about what I want to do. About what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that needs to be a thing. Yeah. You know, so I would encourage the gentleman, you know, look for her to, um, look for her strengths. Yeah. yeah. Suggest something in her strengths. If she's good, if she's been doing yoga and her body is good, encourage her to, Maybe start her, open her, her studio, and fund it. Oh, yes. Come on. So into the so ministry into, of your wife. So into <laughs> your wife, you know? Yeah. So into her. And matter of fact, if any of us, you know, are dating, and the young girls are dating, and you dating for a few years, which you should, don't be dating for no six months, and then dad gonna get married anyway. <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> anyhow, y'all. So, something ought to come up. Yeah, you know something ought to get down in your sanctified soul that <laughs> lets you know that he will support you. Yeah, you yeah. know even if it's just you having a tire and he knowing that you have these other responsibilities and the man say, "Hey, sweetheart, let me buy you. T- let me buy this tire for yeah. you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you should know? see patterns that he is willing to pour into you as much as you're willing to pour into exactly. him. Exactly. You should see um, signs and patterns that he's willing to compliment you. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. If you don't see that, you may want to rethink it. You may, mm-hmm. you may want to rethink that thing. Because and don't baby, be scared to rethink it either. Yeah, because baby forever is a long time. Forever. Is a forever, long time. Ever. Forever, ever? Yeah. And you, you, so, so ladies and gents, ask yourselves and your relationship. Really do the, do the work and ask yourself, does he compliment me? Or is he looking for, you know, to complete me, to, so to speak? Or to compete. Or to compete. compete. Yeah. Which one is it? Compliment. Is he going to compliment you? Is he going to complete you or is he going to compete with you? Mm. If he say, my pasta better than yours. Mm. I do this better than you. Even, I mean, see if that's a thing. Pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Now, if it's, you know, you joking. Yeah. It's fun for a friendly competition. But if this becomes a, a, a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, babe, you can't do that because I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm better at this or debunking all of your goals. You sure you want to do that? Or well, why you want to do that? You're not even really that organized. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm part, saying? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. think about the words, you know, choices, the I word choices, you to speak life. life. Yeah. yeah. Not, not death that. on my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Because people will do that. Yeah. And yeah. then you look around and you 80. Mm. And then what? And then what? 80 and, and you haven't been able to do anything and for you yourself. you haven't been able to be complete. Right. And then, within and your own self. self. Right. 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 That Compliment. Part. 
do not compete and do not to be made complete. Mm. Be complete before you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about identity in an upcoming um, podcast, guys. Um, yes. We're going to, and that's going to uh, in, incorporate completeness, identity. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we pray that you guys stay tuned. Yes. Um, are we done? Yes. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye, y'all. Follow us on all social media platforms at Bodaciously Her. DM us on IG at Bodaciously Her with your questions and topics you want us to discuss.